0: Welcome to another great episode of Thick Like Glue Radio. I'm your host, Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. This is the podcast to learn how to create your dream business so you, too, can live your dream lifestyle. I'm the founder and creator of the Dream Business Academy and the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program. And I coach entrepreneurs and small business owners at all levels how to build the business of their dreams. Today's episode is sponsored by the Dream Business Academy. That's a three-day live event taking place in Providence, Rhode Island. That will be our seventh event, uh, September 27th, 28th, and 29th, 2017. This is a marketing and a business-building event where you'll learn how to – Create your own million-dollar platform, which is the same strategies and principles that I use to create multiple six-figure businesses. Um, You can get all the details at dreambizacademy.com, dreambizacademy.com. By the way, we have uh, early registration discounts going on right now, and. If you use the coupon code PODCAST at checkout, you'll save $100 even off the early registrations at StreamBizAcademy.com. I'm really excited about this week's show. My special guest is the founder of the Smartphone Marketing School. I love that. Her name is Tabitha Caro. Let me briefly introduce Tabitha, and we will bring her right on. Tabitha is the Smartphone Marketing Guru. She's a full-time certified elementary school teacher and owner of a curriculum design business. And her present passion is exploring how to visually promote businesses through an iPhone. In May of 2016, she created the Smartphone Marketing School. It's a blog and membership site to share her iPhone design techniques with fellow business owners and through course content, Members are learning how to create professional videos, product photos, and social media designs without the need for a camera equipment, desktop hard software, or outsourcing design work. She currently lives with her husband and Yorkie Poo in South Carolina. Oh, my goodness. That's that's one of those names you can't say with a straight face. Yorkie Poo. How you doing?
1: <laughs> I'm doing good. I just it cracked me up that you laughed at Yorkie Poo. She's my baby. <laughs>
0: I know. Oh, my goodness. Well, it's really fun to have you on the program. And um, so let me ask you this. So you got a a background in uh, teaching, certified elementary school teacher. Um, When did you decide to become an entrepreneur? And I'm just curious if there's any entrepreneurs in your family. or Are you the first one to get the uh, entrepreneurial gene, so to speak?
1: Um, That's an interesting question. First, I'll say thank you so much, Jim, for having me on your podcast. Um, sure. And to answer that um, question, interestingly enough, no. Um, I have very, very low-level knowledge of business or um, being an entrepreneur. Everybody in my family are teachers pretty much, um, and, the, I mean, there's some lawyers there's but pretty much I'm just trying to even think. It's just an interesting question. I don't even know that I have anybody that I know of that um, is a full-time self-employed business owner. So, no, actually, yeah, it, it was just something that um, I kind of fell into. And um, do you want me to explain that? <laughs>
0: yeah, sure, yeah. Why don't you tell me a little bit about um... – how you went from teacher, because there's a, before we get into the whole smartphone thing, and I'm really interested to talk about that, you you were telling me right before we hit the go live button that um, you, you had another business helping helping teachers with uh, some of their job.
1: Yeah, so um, I have been a teacher for 13 years, and when I got my second position, it was in an a school where i had limited resources because i was teaching in spanish in an immersion program so basically um everything i taught had to be in spanish and there wasn't a lot out there so i started creating my own resources not knowing really what i was doing but then i came across this website called teachers pay teachers it's like an etsy or eBay type platform where I could upload those resources and make them available to other teachers at a really affordable price and um, initially when I started that you know very um, obscure website and none of my fellow teacher friends knew about but is just blown up and grown and at that time like I said I knew nothing I did not know what I was doing I was just like oh let me make this resource and throw it up at that website cross my fingers but it, it it got that bug, you know, it bit me or whatever with the entrepreneur bug that I just really loved being able to be creative and then share that and then see sales come in. And as a teacher, obviously, that was very much needed in my family, that extra income. And so basically, yeah, I got started in business by creating and selling digital resources that other teachers can use. And that's, yeah, that was my start.
0: About that, so um, the whole visual content thing um, that came out of a need to actually promote that business. Is that when you started really figuring all that out for yourself and others, and and now that's something you're teaching other entrepreneurs? Do I have that right? Yes, <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> so um, as a you know and. There's many of us out there that were still employed, and then we have a side hustle, and so time is very limited. And so, after a couple of years of just throwing my products up on the site and crossing my fingers, I realized I need to market. So um, my husband, I'm very grateful for because he um, has lots of experience in graphic design, photography. And he was like, you have to have this camera, you have to have these light boxes, you have to do all this stuff, it has to be professional. I said, okay. And so I was doing it, and it was taking so much time, because, you know, I had no experience with these programs, with a camera, and yeah, so around 2015, I started switching my iPhone in place of the camera, and then um, for like photos, and then once I got the iPhone 6, I was like, man, the video camera is pretty awesome as well. I switched that, so for my YouTube videos and all that. And then um, n- next thing I knew, it was like, why would I go to my camera because I have to do all these other steps just to get it to the desktop and edit it when I can do all of that on my phone. And for my business, that was enough to produce um, really good visuals for um, marketing my business. And that's that's where that passion and that um, – I don't know, (laughs) I'm pretty OCD about it, Um, about just creating everything visually for my business with my iPhone.
0: You know, I started uh, doing videos in 2009. I've been doing weekly videos for like six years. And when I started, um, a lot of people back then were just using that, it was like a $99 Kodak flip phone, (laughs) this tiny little thing you just flipped it (laughs) open and started going. And then when I got really into it, I bought a camera. My gosh, I mean, it was a lot of money for me back then. I think it was like $400. It was like a Canon and external microphone yeah. jack and the whole nine yards. And now I just turn on the iPhone and it's the best quality. I mean, God, it's amazing yes. what the iPhone is doing these days.
1: Yeah, it's totally amazing. And not to make Android users feel left out because those cameras are amazing as well. It's just the technology just keeps getting better. And so it's. You know, it's not for something, like, majorly produced, like a, a television commercial or something like that. It's just it totally makes sense now to use your phone instead, I think, obviously.
0: <laughs> so are you – do you do videos, and if so, are you editing them right on the iPhone, or do you bring it into your – do you have an iMac, or, like, tell me about that.
1: So, yeah, everything's done on my iPhone. I have two membership sites, all of the course tutorials I filmed with my iPhone and um, everything that I do video-wise, my talking head videos, any product videos, any explainer videos, Instagram videos, all of those are done on my phone. And then, yes, I just use – I typically will do what is called app smashing where – You know, iMovie is kind of that staple app that, of course, um, is amazing, but it is limiting. So there are other apps um, that you start getting comfortable with that can provide you more of that um, sleek edge to your videos, and then you can um, insert them into your iMovie, or um, Filmmaker Pro is another one that I've really started to enjoy lately. And, yeah, so I do all of it there, um, the processing, the editing, all of that on my phone. I will typically airdrop it to my Mac. I have a Mac laptop, and um, I'll make sure to compress the size because these videos do come out very large on your phone just due to the quality and all of that. So I'll compress it on my desktop before I upload it wherever it needs to go.
0: Okay. So uh, when did you – Because in your bio and everything, I was reading about um, how you use uh, graphics and things like that for social media. So did you tell me that you have a design background or you don't, or you're just learning how to use all the apps and widgets and gadgets, you know, with with the the Learn as you
1: go. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, no, I have no experience with design except that what I initially started out doing was creating resources for teachers where, um, at, you know, when it's funny because all of my fellow teacher entrepreneur friends, you know, will compare our first resources that we made and just last, because we had no clue what we were doing design-wise. And, you know, it, it we're self-taught, obviously. And so that whole process was very helpful to me. Um, I've never formally... Learn design but my husband is a graphic designer and he has a great eye so basically um he would be my teacher and he would just look past you know I would say oh look at this design and he'd be like this is wrong this doesn't contrast well (laughs) this is too close this is not you know and that was kind of how I learned I'd be like oh okay so like my goal was always to try to impress him and get him to say yeah that that actually all looks Right, you know, and whenever that would happen, it made me so happy. So, yeah, I'm definitely self-taught and definitely still self-learning in that area. But I will say that there are apps now, like Adobe Spark Post, that I always want to share that um, are truly made for those who have no design background, and they really kind of guide you and help make sure that everything comes out looking really nice and professional, even if you have no clue in the design department.
0: Wow! So tell me about the um, smartphone marketing school. Is that uh, do you have uh, videos, online teaching, or is, you know, is it like a Facebook group? What? Tell me about that.
1: So I have my um, public, you know, um, platforms where I'm just sharing free content. You know, I have. Instagram I'm really big on, and Facebook, and then I have a YouTube channel, but then as far as actual school, it's a membership site set up, excuse me, and I use um, Thinkific platform, and I, there, um, the members have access to a course site, which gives them video tutorials, um, handouts, checklists, um, product links, and app links to guide them through the process, of first starting out with um, creating great photos and then designs with those photos and then ultimately getting into video marketing. And apart from that, of course, we have our private Facebook group where they get support and, you know, we're always like sharing the latest apps and when we find cool things or we figure out cool features within an app that could be helpful, we have that place at Facebook to share those things.
0: So what kind of, what kind of uh, questions does the average entrepreneur have about? And and two part question for you um, with with uh, what you're doing design wise and teaching people about the iPhone. Do you um, Tabitha have experience, or would you say your forte is in uh, um, things like Instagram or Pinterest or Facebook, or like what's your main platform?
1: Um, so definitely. Instagram I love um, because it's visual you know it's all visual I am um, also trying to make Facebook something um, more that I use as well and Pinterest I it's not like my platform where I'm at because it's, it's you know it's not a very social platform but I obviously have that going with my pen designs but Basically, the platforms are most visual. That's where I'm at because that's what I love to do um is creating visuals. so wherever that works best, that's where I'm at
0: very cool what What should people know about? you know there's um well, I don't want to say dinosaurs like me who are like Facebook <laughs> and LinkedIn, and you know, hey, Twitter's a big deal, but you know, I think Instagram is like really as far as popularity, it's really coming on strong. What should people know about Instagram?
1: Um, Instagram, from a business perspective, what people should know is that it's going to be typically, in my experience, it's going to typically be um, a great place for you to build brand awareness. It's not necessarily going to be a place to get direct sales, whereas Facebook, you may post Something with a link to a product, and you know, you do your Facebook ads and all that. And you can't do Instagram ads, but from my experience, it's more like getting your name out there and letting people know about yourself um, through your visuals at Instagram. And you, um, it, it's really a place where you actually don't want to be so polished. And that's something I have a hard time with because I try to be a like a control freak and you know make sure all my posts you know, get posted, look perfect. But honestly, what will get most engagement is just being real and being authentic on the platform and being willing to open up and share insight, interesting insights into your business or your personal life. And then another aspect of Instagram that is really blown up that I really love because I do give myself freedom to not be polished, and that is Instagram stories. And that's really, to me, A great place, especially for businesses, to just kind of, um, you know, show the process of your business, what you do, things in action, add some humor, you know, give insight to your life, what you do, your interests. And I think it's great because people, when, when when you let them be nosy and see those things about you, it really connects in the brain and helps them remember you even more. And that's great because that's what you want. You don't want to just be another post or another photo um, they're scrolling past in the feed. So Instagram Stories is, is a really cool platform and you just need your phone and you don't need to you don't have to be a perfectionist. You just, you know, whatever you feel in the moment, you put it up there and um, it's fun.
0: Should you do you advise people, Tabitha, to have multiple accounts, like one for personal or one for, if he, for example, so my wife and I, we live on a boat, and we talk about the boat, but I also talk about business, so should we be mixing that stuff, or should I have a business account and also a personal account?
1: Um, so, yeah, I think that's totally awesome. I had read that about you, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that sounds like a dream, <laughs> and it is, it, it's funny, because um, my husband and I were actually at that same <laughs> decision, And I still haven't 100% decided. I I think we'll probably do a separate account. What we're doing is we have we just got an RV travel van, and we're planning on just um, traveling. um, Hopefully soon, we're trying to get our stuff together within the next couple of weeks. We're going to go. We're here in South Carolina and go all the way to California, and so we've been talking about okay, what's going to be that? You know, we've automatically been talking about a separate account and. It's tough because I'm not sure because I already have people that know me and they want to know those um, personal details. So um, I know that I could direct them to a separate account and get them on there. I think it depends on how much you're going to post. Like if you're all about it and like you want to really make sure that people that are following your boat, you know, following your life on your boat that they're getting all the details and you know you're gonna post a lot, I would probably do a separate account. But if it's just like you know you're gonna post a photo here or there or a shot here or there, and it's not gonna be very consuming. I would probably just keep it mixed in with your business account that you already have.
0: Okay. what What do you see coming down the pike? So do you agree with me? Instagram's pretty hot right now and growing so?
1: Well, <laughs> honestly speaking, what I will say, because I don't want anybody to be disappointed, um, Instagram, a year ago, I would have told you get on that bandwagon like yesterday um, because there was no algorithm like there is on Facebook. So anybody that um, chose to follow you, they were going to see your post regardless, and it was going to be in chronological order. Last, not this March, but the March before um, they introduced an algorithm, um, you know, good old Mark. <laughs> That's what he does. He did it in Facebook, and so now he's doing it in Instagram. So it is increasingly more difficult to get engagement and to get followers. And we're kind of all of us who've been on this platform for a while are like, oh, like if you go on the internet and Google, there's so many posts about, you know, my engagement is, has tanked. What I do, I still think it's. I still think you need to be on there if you. Um, if you have any type of business that is visual, there are some people that, like, let's say you're an artist, or um, I'm just trying to think, if, and that will do amazingly well on Instagram because all you have to do is do, like, a hyperlapse video of yourself, like, working. Those types of videos soar on Instagram. Whereas someone, you know, like, actually like myself with, you know, when you're just trying to teach content. And tips it's a little bit more difficult because you don't have so much visually to share and also you're trying to teach people and when people are on Instagram they don't want to learn they want to be entertained so if you can find that entertainment factor that also combines your um, business and you know that you can do that then then Instagram yes please jump on there because you are gonna do really well so I don't know I kind of like jumped around the whole question. <laughs> But hopefully, <laughs> I gave a little bit of insight. Okay. To right. So, so,
0: it's, it's just, so Tabitha, it just—it all depends, you know. Yeah. So Tabitha, if you had a crystal ball, what's what's if somebody's an entrepreneur, not a company with twenty-five or fifty or five hundred employees, but an entrepreneur, um, what's the what's the what's the best social media platform for them to be on right now?
1: That's. Um, it will depend, obviously, on what you're selling, but I think, you know, if you could only choose one mm-hmm. in this day and age, I, I, I would still have to go with Facebook just because uh, although it's difficult at times to get engagement on your business page, um, you know, it really comes down to the to the targeting with ads and what you can do on Facebook regardless of your your Facebook page, which may not be that great, like you'll see mine, it's it's very low, it's, it's slowly growing, but because I can target people who visit my website and who, you know, watch three seconds of a video, you know, you can do all these targeting things, it's still to me, like, it's definitely what has converted the most for me with my membership sales, and it is, it's still the platform with the most people, so, it you know, it's the biggest Group of people, it's most likely to have the largest amount of your target audience.
0: Cool. What are some tips that you can share on how to? Um, how can people take better quality pictures with with their iPhone? And we're look, we're saying iPhone, but if you have an Android, uh, just insert whatever <laughs> brand Android you have. How can take? How can people take better quality pictures with their smartphone? How about that?
1: Yeah, I know. I always feel bad like I'm, like, excluding people. I never want to do that. Um, so the first thing I always say, it's so basic, but it's so important, and that is just to wipe the camera screen very well before you take any picture. So I, I do that. I can end up doing that multiple times in a day. Now it's second nature. It wasn't in the beginning. <laughs> when I first was like, oh, I, I love my smartphone. I'm going to start taking pictures, and they're going to be pretty. And I was like, they would look horrible. They were, like, cloudy. And I was like, I asked my husband, because he's really smart about this stuff, and he was like, did you wipe your screen? And I was like, huh. And so it had been, you know, I don't even know if I'd ever wipe my screen. And it was incredible, the difference. So definitely wipe your screens because your your phone is going all over the place, in your pocket, in your purse, and you definitely want to keep it clean. And then um, just know your settings on your phone. So I will say something that's iPhone-related, but it, it, I have no experience with Android, so it possibly could be similar. But anytime you take a photo, um, you can actually press on your phone screen wherever the focal point is that you want to be in focus. So whether you're taking a picture of your um, your child or your dog or a product or whatever, just press on your screen for a couple of seconds. You're going to see this blinking yellow square box, and that's going to automatically lock the focus and the exposure, which is how much light is let in, onto um, the, your focal point. And it's really great because it will give you a slight blur. It won't give you that amazing DSLR blur, but it will still be great. And you can also, there's a slider on that box, That you can go up or down and that will um, increase or decrease exposure you can make a huge difference just by knowing that one tool and even if it's different for your type of smartphone just Google um, you know 2017 the best um, photo tricks for your type of phone and and it's all right there and just know your phone just know the basics and that will really help and then there's a lot also just about practicing with lighting and your position, your angle, um, that can just make a world of difference. And you don't need to have this expensive setup or anything like that. A lot of times it's just like knowing where to stand, how to angle things. And that, that comes with practice, but it also comes with, um, you know, taking some time to learn. And it, it's, it's amazing. You can do really great things with your phone.
0: Well, that's awesome. Well, it's been a fun time uh, interviewing you. Thanks for sharing some good stuff. Where can people connect with you and uh, learn more about your programs and how you might be able to support them?
1: So I'm definitely on um, Instagram and Facebook. Just um, search for Smartphone Marketing School. And then um, my website is tabithacaro.com. Um, and so I'm sure I'm sure you have show notes or whatever, but it's T A B I T H A C A R R ocom There you'll see my blog and there um, in the header you'll also see it says free courses and then it says SPMS membership. If you click on free courses, um, well you'll you'll get my couch hustler course is what it's called and um kind of gives you the ropes of how to um, be productive, how to take photos, and how to do some basic design stuff with your um, phone and for your business. So you can get that there. And there's my blog. It has a lot of content as well if this all this stuff interests you.
0: Awesome. Kavanaugh, thanks so much. It was really great connecting with you.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity to be here.
0: Sure. Hey, that wraps up this very special episode of Stick Like Glue Radio. Thank you to the Dream Business Academy for sponsoring the show. Again, you get $100 off your early registration discount if you use the coupon code podcast at checkout at dreambizacademy.com, dreambizacademy.com. Thanks to my editors, my assistants, all my Dream Team members who make what I do look so doggone easy. Uh, I am your host, Jim Palmer. I'm the Dream Business Coach, and I'm committed As always, to helping you build a more profitable business faster. Until next week, another great episode of Stick Like Glue Radio. You take good care.